Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting. With news not heard in the news, the International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personal life journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well, Paula, I'm already buzzing before the show takes off, so it must be going to be a wild one. Our guest, James Redfield, states, What if I told you that humanity has finally downloaded the correct spiritual keys to live a full spiritual consciousness in this universe, including all the abilities that come with it, uh, peace in all situations, a guiding intuition, and a constant flow of synchronicity that solves our problems? transcends our distractions, whoopee, reveals our missions, and brings us all the right relationships. James is calling this the new karmic understanding of the 12th insight. And since 2012, we can see even more signs of this insight operating in the world. This is so yummy. Let's go for it. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. Well, James Redfield is the number one New York Times best-selling author of the Celestine Prophecy Series, which celebrates its 20th anniversary this year. These books have created a special model for spiritual perception and actualization and resonates with millions of people all over the world. James lectures on all facets of his books, and he has such a great website we'll be talking about later on. It's just a world of uh, knowledge in his website. You know, James, I cannot believe it's been 20 years since the Celestine Prophecy was uh, out. I had a bookstore at that time, and the Celestine Prophecy was the number one book that was uh, selling off the shelves from my bookstore, and I... I felt like it was like a turn that made people start to think differently. So welcome to our show. We have so much to talk about today. Oh, where did he? Uh Uh-oh. He came off there. Just a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. You accidentally got cut off there. Okay. So welcome to our show, James. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You know, it has been 20 years, and it's been a quick flash, you know, and slow, and, and it's it's been amazing to see you know, what happened back then and what's what's occurring now, and um, especially since there's, you know, there are two things trending out there that confuse people. One is a trend toward a kind of <laughs> despair and uh, you know, uh, negative thinking because of all the religious wars and the me- news media and that sort of thing. But I like to point out that there's something else trending. You know, it's that it's that discovery of a personal kind of spirituality, a, a consciousness. You know, a download, as I call it, as you you said. 
Um, and that's also occurring. So there's a, there's kind of two tracks happening at the same time. But I'm well, I'm the one that really likes to remind people that there's more positive happening in this world than there is negative. There is for sure. Can we go back to the Celestine prophecy when you first wrote it? How did the nine insights? Because that's the first nine insights was in the Celestine prophecy. How did they come to you? Well, you know, it's it's very interesting. It was certainly intuitive. Uh, you know, it's something that I uh, I kind of downloaded. But what I downloaded what grew out of. Uh, my own background, which was psychological uh, counseling, counseling psychology, and I, I was working uh, as a a counselor um, with people. And uh, it started off working with children, and the, the, what a great laboratory to 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 look at psychology and the psychology of how, how when a person has a breakthrough, and then working with kids that have been abused. You know, these are these are kids that have all this potential, and it's very constricted. And to watch them have breakthroughs was was amazing. So that's where I was. I was I was in the world of of therapy and psychology. And uh, back then, it, you know, there was a lot of talk about a, a kind of new kind of psychology, transpersonal psychology. And I I tried to write a book first that would that was a, a psychology of spirituality. You know. <laughs> I wrote about half of it, and I thought, you know, this is boring me. This is ridiculous. And um, what I did, though, is I, I took the same, those breakthrough moments that I was seeing and, and how I could I was seeing it everywhere. People are having these breakthroughs and, and really finding this flow in their lives. And, and so I just wanted to capture those insights as I, I talk about them, but uh, in in a way, I, I you know I tried. To, I wanted to put it in a story. And it was certainly my story, but it it was about the insights that we were all having pretty much at the same time. James, how did this transition for you? In that, what kind of impact when you were writing the book and afterward, and after sharing it with so many people, um, how did this change your in depth ways of connecting? Not only with others, but yourself as well. Well, I was suddenly, you know, a lot of this, you know, uh, was intuitively sort of brought into the story. And, I, you know, I don't take a lot of, of credit for that. I, I felt like it was a real download of the way to, the way to craft this story to be a real parable. So, but I was suddenly kind of thrown into being the spokesman for this way of thinking. And so it was amazing how you know I really had to um, had had to uh, you know keep myself really uh, structured and balanced and in that space even while I had a lot of press pushing me and a, and a lot of well you know it was you know, this book was the best selling book in the world for two years yeah, yeah. so you know. It, it's easy to, you know, it. It's a personal book for people, but people pass it along to all their friends, and and what happened happened. It, it was a, and again, I think I I managed to put, you know, these insights into perspective and life into perspective for uh, people because they were already feeling this. You know, this was just me describing 
almost like a reporter of what was going on in that time and is still going on. Yeah, you you were the glue. (laughs) You were the glue (laughs) bringing this together. This is, you know, this is really awesome. And then not only that, but uh, what kind of, I mean, there's an in-depthness here that, that nourishes uh, nourishes the people around you. I, I mean, what what about their stories that came back to you? I mean, it's like, wow! It's like that must have been exciting to see. Well, it was absolutely it it, uh, and, it and and that's why I I say it was it was nothing I did other than put into words what other people were feeling because it it helped clarify some things in terms of what you know, what growth really was from a spiritual point of view and, and how we were, how did, how do we get past our distractions and addictions and all the other stuff that holds us back and, and break through into something that feels like we're suddenly the center of our movie and we have this destiny we feel is unfolding. And, it, you know, it's not about being famous or anything. It's about, you know, growing into what you're supposed to do and what the message you're supposed to bring and most people for that is the people that they meet and talk to and it's their children and that's their family and but still it 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 feels like you're doing what you came here to do and and, and bringing a message to everyone. Well what you know, I saw when I had the bookstore was so many people it, that book turned so many people on to search for more. I was just it was there at the right point. I mean, you, you wrote it at exactly at, at the timing was exquisite, and it was so powerful. Well, again, uh, you know, I, I don't take a lot of credit for it, but it's it's something that I was inspired to do for my you know you know my all my adult life. I really uh, my life was tracking toward you know getting this down on paper. You know, and and uh, it it took literally, you know, seven or eight years to go, you know, to to get it down on paper. And I always like to tell the story. I at one point I had this book in in manuscript uh, form, and I thought, you know, I just read it, and I'm thinking, well, you know, who am I to write a book? You know, I'm a you know this this therapist, but you know, you know this, you know, and I I just kind of wondered whether it'd be anything other than something the kids would would read later and I just tossed it into into the bottom drawer for a year a year <laughs> wow and uh <laughs> and then I thought you know that came back around I guess the astrology changed I came back around and and thought well you know let's and I read it with fresh eyes now this is this is the thing that happened I read it with fresh eyes and I thought well this is this is not right. This is wrong. This needs to be thrown out. This needs to be expanded. And so it was a fresh-eyed look at the last editing uh, for that book. And uh, I'll tell you another thing I did. I I tested it like you test a movie. I, I would I would get make these manuscripts at Kinko's, and I would uh, give it to friends of friends. I figured friends were not trustworthy, right? They may not tell you anything. But I would I would stick out friends of friends and I'd ask them if they'd read it and tell me how they felt about it each chapter or how they how, how it went. Some people, you know, they would stop at a certain point. Wow. And I probably a total of about fifty people, but what I did 
was I took every suggestion as a big synchronistic message to me. And I shifted it until I solved whatever problem some people had in the way the book flowed. And so that was the last uh, edit. And um, I, once, I, once I got, and I tell this to people who have, or who have aspirations to write something, what happened was is I continued to circulate it. The, the last, after making these edits, the last people said, well, you know, I really enjoyed this book. Is there any way that I could have another copy? I want to send one to a friend. <laughs> now, that's what you want to hear, right? Yeah. If you're writing a book, keep writing it until you get some indication that it's going to be a pass along some of some sort. Oh, and, God. uh, and I just did that intuitively. I mean, I I had I didn't read any way to do that. I just that was just something that was um, a guidance for me, and it really paid off. I think. You know, James, in um, 1995, I had an experience that changed my perception of the world. Literally, my eyes um, nearly popped out of my head at the time. I was recovering from an extended illness, <clears throat> and I simply asked a question in midair, saying, "Prove it to me." I felt like I was asking the heavens the question. And at that instant, I was directed to my personal bookshelf and to a specific book upon it. Uh, The color and everything was directed to me. Plus, I was given a page number and a specific paragraph. And there I was given my answer. And it was the answer for me. I was very shocked. And over the following months, I realized that I could follow the same path and answers would arrive for me. And so I began to trust this, you know, and this, you know, this is like your book, learning to trust the intuitive side of, of yourself and those imprints that you get within. Uh, it's really um, really, really powerful, you know. And, and I can just see you. I can just see you. I bet you have a bunch of sticky notes with you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, I check everything out intuitively. Yeah. But I believe that, that you know, the, when I when I talk about, hey, it's you know, the, the world really is designed to work miraculously for us. We're just figuring out the 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 uh, sort of the, the application, you know, where to click. Um, there, there's a program in this world that that uh, is that it is more is metaphysical and growth oriented, and and it 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 works as you know by giving us these tiny miracles, you know, that move our lives along and solve problems. You know, you know people, you know, we all have problems that that pop up, you know, and it can stop your flow and, you know, what's this challenge doing in my way, you know, but it happens to everyone. And um, it's what you do with that place, how you get back into the flow that I think uh, we're really figuring out now. And like I say, that's an upgrade, a bit of an upgrade for the self and prophecy and, and the other books as well. But it's almost like uh, it's an upgrade that's coming in, um, so it you know it fits in the proper insight. But it's it's an upgrade, and and one of them is 
is the third insight, which is about how the world responds to us. And I think we've figured that out. It's like a karmic design, and the way what makes this flow work is that uh, we have to have an attitude change in terms of activating this karma. You have to evade it with an attitude of giving, an attitude of looking out for the other person, an act, act, attitude of as much uh, a feeling of how, you know, what is the synchronicity I can give this other person as much as, well, what, you know, where's my synchronicity coming? You know, and it's that balance. Uh, you know, what happens when we have have a giving kind of um, uh, helping attitude, you know, asking our intuitive uh, self, you know, what, what what can I say that will change this person that can give them information that they were looking for? You know, this it takes every, you know takes every moment and amplifies it to this this magic moment where you know two people can swap synchronicities. But the idea is that this, this giving attitude has a karmic uh, activation that, that elicits a response from the universe. And that response is to bring more people into your life that act just like you. In other words, if you help, you'll attract more helpers that come into your life to help you, give you a synchronicity. And to me, that's that's a clarification that totally changed me just, just in, in a number of a couple of years recently that I think is a real upgrade to our whole understanding of how to get the synchronistic flow and this sense of destiny operating in our lives. Well, it really helps. It really helps um, when you can see the under in, the individual receiving that information, it's like their eyes start to spark and they begin to, um, you can see the wheels clicking. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. there's nothing more fun than to hand a synchronicity off to someone, you know. And and the thing is, see, here's the way this, this enlarges one's consciousness because if you say, okay, I know I'm manipulating some situations and I do this, I do that, but I can, if I'm going to adopt this giving orientation, which means being perfectly honest, you know, this, some synchronicities are not unicorns and rainbows, you know, some synchronicities are what you needed to hear might be a tough truth, but it's one you needed to hear to keep this, to keep yourself growing and flowing. Yeah. Uh, So, you know the the what happens is that we uh, if we ask the question though if we ask of ourselves of the, our higher connection the divine connection within us if you know what what can I do for this person what can I say then what happens is that you get the answer all you have to ask if you ask you get the answer of some kind and you'll find yourself saying something to somebody and you won't you'll say oh, why in the world am I telling telling this person you know what is it you know it's some secret you've had in your experience or who knows it could be anything i've done that so some undisclosed truth to somebody undisclosed uh you know act that i made in the past that cost me a lot and 
this person says, oh, my God, this is exactly what I need to hear. Yeah. So that's what it's about. That That is the juice of life, you know, if you get into the flow because, you know, the next, the next, you know, down the next block, you cross paths with somebody who's got one of those for you. And, and you know, that's the spiritual program that we are, that, that is embedded in this universe. It's just that we're just finally turning around from, you know, 400 years of materialism and we're finally taking the whole spiritual experience um, uh, very seriously. So that's a, that's that positive trend that's happening out there that, uh, you know, excites me. You're going to be talking about that at the Expo, aren't you, in Los Angeles? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to get there. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't do a lot of these things, but I, I really like uh, the synchronicities of conferences, you know, because it's it's like a hot house. You know, you all, you're all in this hotel, and every every you know it, it the synchronicity amps up because you know you're you're talking to total strangers all the time every time you stand in line somewhere, and it's a hot house of this energy that we're talking about, this creative, intuitive energy, this flow. So um, I love to be in that atmosphere, uh, and uh, it's, it's also fun to it's also fun to to talk to the people that I attract into my uh, my room uh, when we do one of these things. I know it feels like it, it feels like it's buzzing when you go to one of those conferences. Well, let us t- uh, tell everybody out there it's going to be February nineteenth through the twenty second, and you will be speaking. Um, going to be at the LAX Hilton and you're going to be speaking on Sunday I think between 10 and 11:30. So That's correct. It's going to be and on Saturday night a lot I think of information. I'll do a panel. I'll do a panel on Saturday night. Okay. Uh, as well Saturday evening maybe I don't know the exact time. But Look, so that'll be fun. Sounds like it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So let me give out the phone number if anybody wants information on how to get a ticket. Uh, and uh, let me see if I have it. 800-367-5777. Again, that's 800-367-5777. And James is going to be speaking at the La Jolla Ballroom on Sunday between 10 and 1130. And on Saturday, we're not sure, but you're going to be on a panel. We're not, not sure what time. So. And uh, listen, uh, people who can't get there, you know, they're, they're live streaming parts of this, and I think my my presentation will, will be live streamed, so um, people can go on the website, um, consciouslifeexpo.com, I think is probably what it is, and uh, sign up if you want to just live stream it, uh, get it right into your computer or your house, television. <laughs> so that's well, available as well, I understand. I don't know. Oh, that's great. For that, they they do. <laughs> and you're going to be talking about uh, entering the miracle universe. I think the insight, twelfth insight, entering the miracle universe. And it sounds like that's what we're talking about right now. That's right. It's exactly what it is. I mean, it's you know, it's it's all a matter of energy. You know, you you. You click, you step into this path that we just described, and uh, you know we on our website selfinvision.com we talk about the steps to do that. 
um, we're having, we're implementing right now, it's in beta testing a community area, and uh, which will be a kind of, you know, Facebook for the soul, except, you know, it's just all this information centered right on your own, uh, you know, what you're breaking through to finding this, you know, this uh, path of destiny that we, we talked about, you know, and it's, um, you know, I talk about it as it's absolutely accessible to everyone, and that is exactly what I believe. Uh, this is just like, uh, uh, you know, pushing your tricycle around and jumping on, uh, finally getting the nerve up to jump on your bicycle and wobbling around for a while and then getting it to go straight. And you don't forget after you want to do it. You pop into that. Your brain activates, you know, all these these archetypal pathways uh, that are designed in our brain activate and fire off. And it's just exactly like like jumping on a bike uh, for the first time, and 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 then you just you keep you keep you keep going with it, and uh, with a kind of faith and prayer visualization to, to that supports uh, all this. And um, hey, it's the most fun life anyone could ever find. And and uh, we're the generation, the, the two or three generations. That are are it's, are popping into this now. I mean, it's it's the in my view the leading edge of, of human uh, spiritual evolution. You know, uh, uh, this will this will be uh, downloaded into our children much more easily than we uh, downloaded it, and um, and it's something I think is permanent in the world. I kind of think that they're probably there. <laughs> I, they're, uh, the uh, Cel- well, the Celestine Prophecy book is book number four. And by the way, you can also download it Kindle-wise to grab it from Amazon. And uh, it's called The Twelfth Insight, The Hour of Deci- Decision. I love that. The Hour of Decision. Wow. Um <laughs> I, and I like I like the phrase sustaining synchronicity. Wow, I like that yeah. phrase. It it really says a lot. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I think sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, people have trouble sustaining synchronicity. Well, what what we're doing on the community side on on selfingvision dot com is that. We're taking it apart, uh, you know, in terms of baby steps and and then into, uh, you know, the run, the full-scale, you know, pace of this flow. But it's, uh, you know, I mentioned the karmic factor, you know. There is Mm -hmm. a uh, karma. You activate a giving karma in the world, and, and, and suddenly doors will open up. And that's what we want. Now, the... I love the you know sustained synchronicity. I mean, if we all have synchronicities. I mean, people who don't even know what what's going on will say, "Oh my God, look at this!" You know, do 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 do. You know, or, or they'll <laughs> say because the synchronicity is just there. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know it's a mysterious coincidence. That's that's what we're talking about here. Synchronicity is a mysterious coincidence, and and everybody has those. And they go, "Wow, what's this about?" Well. What happens very often is somebody will say, well, you know, I ran into this 
and I went to a festival and ran into the same person three times, you know. <laughs> and I was going in, and when I um, when I uh, uh, stopped to eat, and then later, you know, that night at the concert, I found myself standing right near that person again a third time, and then another time, you know. And they may go tell their best friend or spouse, say, "Oh, look, um, this all has happened." And and what they would forget to do is pursue the synchronicity. You've got to you got to find a way to strike up a conversation when those kinds of things happen. You've got to uh, figure out a way, you know, to uh, follow the intuition because you know what. What's, what we realize, I believe, when we look into this is that first you have an intuition. And everybody, whether they're into talking about this or not, has intuition. They have ideas, and they think it's, well, this is just an ordinary idea that came to me. Well, no, it wasn't an ordinary idea. It, it just dropped into your mind. And we talk about how the thing you do is you have to ask questions. When you have every thought, you have to become mindful of every thought that comes through yourself. And some... And, and ask the question, why did I think that now? And that will give you, that will elevate the kind of analysis you need to say, wow, why did I think that now? I'm going to do what that intuition, intuition suggested. Go to the bookstore, call the old friend, call the client, you know, uh, uh, pursue this on the computer. Whatever it, whatever it, the suggestion was, you know, if if one pursues it, as quickly as possible, what happens is that then you're putting yourself in the position, in the right place, to have a synchronicity. So it's it's kind of like you have a question about your life. What am I going to do or how am I going to solve this problem or whatever? How can I make more money? It works at every level. And the question, if you hold that question, then you'll get an intuition and a guidance about what to do to answer that question. You follow that intuition. You have an, a synchronicity, a mysterious coincidence. will give you more information. We'll solve the problem. We'll, get, we'll open the door of an opportunity for you to, to lead your life forward, which in turn will suggest another question. What do I do now? Where do I go after this? And then that whole process keeps going. So... You get where that is just a kind of, you know, once you realize that's the flow, then it's then what you do is you just act on it at the right time, pursue these synchronicities to get the real meaning out of them, and and your life changes. So you're engaging. You really engage. Engage with yourself. Engage with others. Engage with your intuition. Environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You become active. An active participant. That's right. so we have to do our part, otherwise we just sit in the house and watch those. <laughs> now, is that what you call mindfulness? That's right. That's exactly what mindfulness is. And there's a great meditation. I mean, the you know the meditation for this is simple. It's so simple. And the way the way I suggest people do it is that they just have a little meditation. You know, they close their eyes and rather than have a mantra, which is usually a word, a mantra is something just keep the ego occupied while your other information comes in. But instead of that, you use an emotion. You just you just focus on feeling love. Now, that will 
sometimes you have to sort of, uh, what I'm talking about is love without an object, right? Now, you can just focus on loving God, or you can love, you can just think about love itself and all the times you felt it, and just try to feel it in that space. Try not to think too much. Just feel it and keep feeling and and. And, and and sort of have the intention that that's the feeling you want to practice. And what happens is that you will definitely feel more love. But the other thing that happens, and that love is the real, that's the connection, right? It opens the heart. That's where you, all the download comes in. But another thing happens. You'll be You'll be in that quiet space that separates you from your thoughts. In other words, your thoughts, uh, instead of just sweeping you into this revenge trip daydream that you wish you had done to this person that insulted you or things like that, you stop yourself as soon as a thought or, or another emotion, you know, fear, hate, whatever, that, uh, that emotion tries to grab you, you just just become aware of it and practice coming back to this state of pure love in the present with uh, as a detached observer. And that's mindfulness training. You, you learn to separate from your thoughts and weird emotions, because <laughs> everybody has them, and let them go and come back to love. You know, Marianne said that more than 20 years ago, you know, come back to love. And when you, when you practice that, you become the detached observer, and that's the space where everything else happens in. You get you start to recognize that some thoughts are actually intuitions, they're guidances. How about that? And wow. <laughs> then you're in you're in a position to to flow. Yeah, just being aware, I mean is mindfulness. Yeah. And it, but you kinda have to practice it, you know. Otherwise you just yeah. get knocked you just get swept away by all these emotions a daily life kind of crazy emotions and stuff, and you don't want to live there. You want to live in the love space. Well, you have yeah. meditations on your website that uh, sounds like can help people do this, to become more centered. And, yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, we're uh, we're adding stuff all the, all the time because it really is, uh, you, there is a, a practice element to this. You know, I mean, it's something that we're wired for and we pop into it and we do it for a while. But you do have to practice keeping the flow going. And and and, and one one other uh, part of that I'll, I'll uh, talk about uh, is you, you have to, when challenging events happen, and you say, why would I have this kind of bad luck? Then that's a moment when you should in the ear love space and into your intuition, you should seek the silver lining in that challenge. What did it teach me? At the very least, you figure out how not to get yourself in that situation again. But right. it's always more it's it's always more than that, you know. It's it is about finding uh, seeing yourself as being prepared to go on and complete the rest of your destiny. And sometimes those feel like uh, hitting a brick wall. I know that writing the book, you know, I, actually I was <clears throat> when I figured out I wanted to initially the self prophecy I, I published with my own publishing company, right? And 
I, I, I was trying to find investors for that, and uh, uh, you know, I had all the orders, and we got all the way. You know, I got it one investor, and we uh, several, but one in particular, and we um, ordered. You know, the books printed and all that kind of stuff, and then the this this one person backed out all of a sudden. Leaving, leaving us going, whoa, now how are we going to, you know, our cash flow is going to, that's going to be a, why would this happen? You know, triggering why would this happen to me insight. just when I'm trying to get this book out, right? <laughs> Later on, I find out that this guy had some real, uh, uh, you know, challenges, part, challenging part of, parts of his infra, uh, personality he hadn't worked through, and it would have been a disaster had he stayed on board. So you never know, you know, it's like missing a flight, you know, you, oh, well, you know, should I be real upset about this or should I say, well, maybe it was a flight I needed to miss. You know, it's, it's that yeah. kind of situation. You have to find the silver lining either immediately or as soon as you can because that yeah. keeps you positive, that keeps your, your prayer expectation and your faith expectation going and, you know, it's um, – it's just one thing that knocks us out of our flow uh, until we get our sea legs about that that issue. Well, it's like the emotions make one wobbly, and uh, they it's like a, and you're in the ocean being tossed about for for a while <clears throat> until yeah. your senses, you know, can uh, kind of redirect themselves um, when people back That's out exactly and do wrong. whatever. It's it's another insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because if you let something upset you, then that actually you're not mindful anymore. <laughs> if you're always yeah, you're not in that love space. And let's say it's always we all get knocked out, right? I mean, nobody's perfect with this. We're just learning. That, yeah, this is a we're learning to program the universe here and click on the right thing. So not, none of us can stay in this all the time because we do get knocked out of it. But the secret is getting back to it more quickly. And that means, of course, yeah, come back to love, come back to your optimism. When we we get a chance to see this kind of, um, this kind of uh, rerouting um, our thought system, the the person will actually sit back and go, oh, my gosh, you know what I mean? And not only that, but it allows um, it allows you to see more easily the next time how to back away and look deeper. I I yeah. it it is it is so nourishing. It if you know if one can just learn to stop themselves, uh, you know, in a shorter period of time and realize that. This is part of the karma. I mean, karma is just simply being able to look at it, look at the situation being reflected back to you. You know, and uh, being able- it's like instant karmic karma now comes right yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, it's everything speeding up in terms of this. Yeah, you know, being all you can be and getting past your what's holding you back. You know, that's all. Never been, we've never been able to do this like like it's like we're able to do it now. You know, it's 
so that's why I say the positive, the biggest positive trend is this discovery of, the, of what I call the authentic spiritual experiences. You know, it, it, you can come from lots of different traditions, you know, and still it amounts to, well, what are the experiences you have? Do you really experience this sense of peace beyond all understanding? You know, this sense of connect, opening connection, you know, the this intuitive guidance, you know, this this sense of synchronistic flow that begins to feel destined in some way. And as soon as you get that feeling, that's the mission awareness that comes in. Oh, I'm supposed to be telling this to everybody. I know, <laughs> you know, and you sort of get the sense of what your talents are. It's always what you've been prepared, what you've already worked through. And that becomes your great gift to give other people. Um, so it's, uh, it's great times, you know. There's a lot of people that just run around getting the budget, trying to get the budget to balance, and that's it. There's a lot more, you know, to to jump into. And guess what? It's the first thing it does to solve your money problems. The first thing. I talk about tithing all the time. I always say, "Don't tithe it to me," because I'm just going to tithe it to everybody else. But uh, but tithe somewhere. I don't care if you can do a dollar a month at first. Walk around thinking, who can I give this dollar bill to? Because what that that is that engage that's the opening of the door. You know, the, the 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 knocking. That's that's all you have to do is ask. You know, I want to be guided to where I can to need to give this dollar to, and it'll show up in your life. Yeah, and it's, yeah. that's that's I've had more fun doing that probably than anything about this whole this whole life because you know it's it's uh it opens up the intuition you've got an immediate connection with the divine intelligence within you which feels like a download of this huge you know expansion of yourself you know beyond the ego so tithing is a ticket in people say well yeah yeah but that's you know, these churches, they just want you to give to them so they can have a big swimming pool. But <laughs> it's not, what it, what it, that's, that has nothing to do with the principle of tithing. Tithe where you're being spiritually led to give it. And, you you know, 10, 10% is a magic number. I believe it's absolutely the magic number. But 5% works almost as well. And, and 1% works as well, too. Yeah. And, uh, but it, that, it's that giving activ- activation. It, it's really true. I mean, I know we've we've been ruined by having to hear uh, about it on television, but it's a real uh, principle in the universe that can expand our lives, in my view. And James, help to host. you are um, igniting everybody in all these aspects, and so have your additional. Um, sticky notes led you into another direction where you will be writing again? Well, yeah, you know, um, I am, you know, the, the, the 12th Insight completed that series. Uh, yeah, I intuitive, I intuitive that that, intuit that that's, that's uh, all for the Insight books, you know. But I have another 
book underway that is almost uh, like a, um, a, a upgrade uh, of that work, and it's, it's interesting uh, because it adds a couple of super fast growth um, of uh, uh, elements. You know where the hardest part for all of us is to get past our habits of thought and our you know our routines that have an addictive quality so we can't really break out to be free and, and to really flow with our lives because we have this routine, this tape loop that's going in our heads. Well, I probably, uh, you know, people have heard about the Enneagram before me. Yes. I, I've been a little yeah. late to it, but I think it's, you know, I've I've been studying it intensely, and I think you know my message is that it's slightly misunderstood, and what it really is about is a clarification clarification of your what I call God stream, which is a which is just nothing more than the part of of the great vine that you sort of orient to, and it predicts the kind of defense mechanism you, that you will create because it's a really it's a it's a kind of constriction of that gift that you're being given and once you break through of that constriction then you can really flow into uh doing the work you know of the of the higher higher intelligence that you have access to and um it's uh it's pretty interesting so i i am uh Jumping off the bridge and calling it Celsius Prophet Two, because that it, because it seems to be more of an upgrade of of where we're going. You know, it's it's more like a clarification of how all this works, even beyond what was in the Celsius prophecy. So, uh, I didn't think I'd ever do that, uh, but it's you know it's uh, <laughs> it's something that's energized me beyond belief. Did you ask, and then then it just appeared. Well, I yeah, I was saying, well, what's next? You know, that, that was my great prayer. You know, what's next? Uh, you know, I, I knew this website development and a place where people could have a real community around these ideas. That's that was important, and you know, we're doing that. But uh, you know, I just I just really think that that there's each of us has a, a unique way that that we hold ourselves back, you know, the coping devices that hold our, ourselves back. So it it's, it slows down slows us down still, you know. It's the senses against the world and it's you know, the way we maintain our self concept I mean, you know, our our self esteem and and those defense mechanisms hold us back. But if you could predict once you see look at your personality for reading two, three paragraphs, you go, oh, my God, that's me. Then you realize this Enneagram symbol that, you know, comes from the ancients. Nobody even know where, where it came from. It, you know, it came through the church, early church fathers, you know, the, the Christian monasteries, and, and somehow got out of, in, out of that. But before then, it came from the Tibetans. Gurdjieff, Gurdjieff discovered this symbol. And, and said it was the secret of 
personal transformation, and then uh, then has has a rich, really rich uh, history. It, 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 uh, a couple of South American guys um, started develop it, um, Achazo and uh, a, a, a psychiatrist Narano, who's who's a union. He wasn't union, but he he was in that that spiritual realm of psychiatry. And then they brought the Esalen Institute in California in the seventies. And it's been it's been talked about in various ways by those people, early pioneers there for a long time. And I think it's the made plain and made simple. It's the ticket for what I'm I'm calling a super fast growth that we can all have popping into this, you know, this flow of destiny that that, uh, we've been talking about. So, that's that's the uh, that's the kind of download about it. It took a couple of years uh, before I actually have it out. So you're going to simplify it, so it's simpler for people to understand and and grip. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Well, it you know it's not something I'm doing so much as the information is simpler. It does make it simple. Um, that you know I'm. I'm uh, I'm getting, and um, so anyway, that's 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 be my next big project. So that should keep me busy, you know. <laughs> it should. <laughs> Besides your website <laughs> and all that you're doing in your website. Well, you know, so our daughter ex- Kelly helping is is ramrodding that, you know, and that's that's fun to see as well. Oh yeah, that. Brings the two of you uh, yeah, working together. That'd be that's fun, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that's that's really fun. Well, um, again, let's remind everybody that you're going to be in Los Angeles on the weekend of the 19th. Oh, let's see, the weekend of the 19th, 21st, and 22nd, and speaking on the 22nd. So we can't wait. And if anybody wants to learn more about it and get tickets, call 800. 800- Three six seven five seven seven seven, and James mentioned also that you can download some of the uh, workshops and talks. So that's that's great. So if you can't make it, you can download it. Oh yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and um, oh, oh yeah, and even for the workshop, you can go online and be able to listen from there instead of having to travel there. So it's important to to know that that you can do that as well. Um, on your website, James, you have articles and global prayer, um, many different ways to look at your astrology and um, just ways to be able to look at this more directly and open paths, a path that one can, um, instead of jiggling around in their box, and um, <laughs> jumping up and down, <laughs> that there's another way to <clears throat> open a door that will allow you to go out. And, um, and you still have... Go ahead, Paula. No, I was going to say the community idea just really thrills me. I mean, I'm excited to... I'm going to jump in when I, um, when you get it on board because I could see people um, giving examples of what have happened to them when they've been mindful and, and used um, love and 
And when you, you see other people giving as an example, then it gives you the excitement and saying, gee, I can do this too. Yeah. yeah. And then all kinds of other synchronicities, you know, they may get from somebody else's, you know, journal about their experience. Um, so it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's the, uh, you know, this is a lot of fun to, and this is this is uh, Kelly's um, real emphasis. I mean, she really thinks it's time for a community, a virtual community, but yet one that will have uh, local, some local group kind of grounding at the same time. And so we're, it, you know, the it's probably still a month away from the this initial airing and uh, uh, this uh, this interview. Uh, but it's you know I would advise anyone who's really interested in that to just get on our mailing list so that you'll get the, the alerts and updates about uh, when we'll be doing uh, an initial charter membership and those kinds of things. Well, and you have a newsletter, right? Yeah. Yes. So be in the newsletter. Your newsletter. That's right. That's, I do take right. articles. There are some alerts other, too. Come out. Do you take articles from other people as well, James? I do. I do. We, uh, yeah, yeah, we have, you know, people write, especially journal type, you know, their own blogs, and, and we also bring in experts, you know, who, you know, who who bring a, a really spiritual point to bear on all this and uh, have those for people to read. Well, a lot of times people think, some of this stuff is really complicated, but when you get in, it's kind of, it nourishes because you get to go to a depth that um, that you never knew existed. And, and then to be able, you know, like Paula said, to be able to go in and be able to chat with another, I just, maybe it had opened up a door that you hadn't thought about that it would allow you to, to slip in there and, work part of that kind of nourishment in your own life and uh, to experience it, you know. And, and it's like once you experience it, wow, you want more. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's so good. Well, our time is almost up. So is there any, any message you want to give our listeners before, we, before you leave? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'd say this. You know, it's it's my intention to make it less and less complicated and less and less dependent on, you know, some kind of theory. You know, we're not talking about theory. You know, we we want to figure out a way to, you know, get centered in a kind of upbeat love uh, path, and and then all of it is about what you feel. You know, you you feel this centeredness and peacefulness because of the love you have connected with and 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 that can be practiced and and you get more and more in charge of your own movie you become the star of your own movie and not in an ego way but just in a in terms of just being able to feel centered and know what you think about things and what you want to do with your life and and that's the beginning because you get in that space everything else you know these little feelings will guide you and and you'll recognize these messages that are coming to you that help chart your course and prepare you for some destiny down down the road. And this is not about being young and looking for a career. It can be a career, 
and it's absolutely for the young. But it's also for people who want to figure out what they want to do when after they retire, you know, what they want to do when they grow up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so there's three generations at play in all this. You know, and, and you become a director you know, you and producer. Babies, That's right. I said you speak, and yeah. and you're just taking directions, but you're you're get, getting it done. So anyway, it's the most fun life you can have, is what I say. Yeah, it certainly is. Anyone who really tries can prove it to themselves that it works. Well, thank you for the magnificent healing that you're bringing through all of this wonderful, uh, impacted book that brings. You know, just a real supportive model for someone to be able to to uh, begin and put their finger on and go from there. Um, thank you for all the love you, you bring to everyone as yeah. well. Thank you well, so much, Jay. Thank you, and, and listen, thanks for the work you guys are, uh, are doing. It's so important to get the word out the way you you do it. So it's fun to be on with you again. Oh, thank you. Well, we're going to have you back on, especially when you get that new book out. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're Look forward you're to up that. again. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank you so day. much, and have a and bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks.